Um, this scene's really good because she like holds him. Oh, they, they <laughs> this scene has a really awkward moment in it though, where oh, she he's, uh, she sat she asked him, Do I to take off all of my clothes. So she sat in the bath, um, and where well, she stood in the bath, and he says, and she says like, oh, why, why do I need to be in like? Do you need like my clothes off for this? And he sits there and looks at her. And he pauses. Yeah. John, and, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. And he's like, oh my guy. Go on. Go on, Constantine. <laughs> I do love that line, but I hate that moment at the same time. It, it's so awkward, but it's still like, ah, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been talking to demons for too long he's got no game <laughs> like yeah you're such a fucking hoe i love it i love it you're such a fucking hoe i love it welcome to the fuck me podcast <laughs> um no it's my turn to do it this week hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Film Me In podcast, presented by me, Xander Langwiston, and always right next to me. Well, not right next to me, but you know what I mean. In spirit, it's our fellow co-host, Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Um, I'm all right for once. Yeah? So, yeah. I've had a fairly boring day, but not as boring as when I was extremely excited early when I saw that my year and a half old pre-order of Cyberpunk uh, changed from ordered to dispatched yay and on the dispatch thing it's delivery appointment scheduled this is yay. how important this is it's an appointment <laughs> it exists yay it's actually coming out yay <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't just trolling the entire time i purchased this item on 11th of june 2019 good god Good golly. This is a year and a half old pre-order. <laughs> Jeez. This was th- this was like being promoted back during the Kianasance of 2019. It's still gay. It's still the Kianasance. What are you on about? Are we still in the Kianasance? This is gonna revital. Yeah, this is gonna revitalize it even more. Ah. Oh, Cause fair. you know modders are gonna immediately make it so that you can fuck Keanu Reeves. Well well, well yeah, I'd I'd hope so. Come on. Either that or the devs realise people are going to want to fuck Keanu Reeves so they're going to put it in DLC. Just like romanceable Keanu Reeves DLC for 60 quid. And everybody would buy it. Yeah, probably. I don't even own the game, but I'm going to buy that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Keanu Reeves, we've got a very special episode planned for you today. We're, We're ragging on a bad comic book movie, as we like to. And since Cyberpunk does come out, this week, uh, then tomorrow. we're going to, we'll, yeah, t- tomorrow when we're recording it, tomorrow. Um, so we're going to review a Keanu Reeves bad comic book movie. So while you figure out what that is, David's going to run us down some news, aren't you, David? Yes. So amazing. all the news that I could find are all Spider-Man 3 related. The rest <laughs> of it, um, not really worth talking about. We, we've got one thing that isn't Spider-Man related that we didn't talk about last week that we should talk about, that we should mention. What Do you and, want to do that first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do this first. Um, Go on. It's that, that Elliot Page came out as transgender. Oh, yeah. 
We didn't yeah, even mention the it. Fucking king shit. Yeah. Well, absolute well, top honestly, level king. I, I read the post from Elliot, and it was the cutest thing I have. Ever, I was almost in tears from reading that message. It was so adorable. It, it, it was beautifully then, written. Like, um, it's really well written, and also like the support he's gotten from um, the uh, like the netflix account and the umbrella academy account and all the people the actors and actresses from that series yeah all of them is like are so supportive and just like welcome to the family mate and it's like oh yeah um, so i was genuinely almost in tears because of it, it was for so context for context for, for people who don't understand what we're talking about so uh formerly uh ellen page has uh come out as transgender and is now known as elliot page and is a uh he slash him and um yeah it's it's absolutely incredible that we've got a very mainstream hollywood star coming out as transgender and really representing they're also these people oh he's also bisexual i believe isn't he oh wow uh, fair enough hold on just gonna find out just in case so i don't like say the wrong thing um i love that like within minutes of the announcement as well, that um, someone changed his Wikipedia page and his Google page. Yeah, no, um, he is he is bisexual. Oh wow! And uh, I know that on the uh, on the credits for um, Umbrella Academy, they've actually updated it so that it no longer says their old name and it says Elliot now. Oh wow! That's amazing. Really, really nice. That's amazing. That kind of thing really needs to happen so much more. Yeah, it does. Like that kind of support from one of the biggest, if not the biggest streaming service in the world. If you've got those guys on your side and supporting you in that sense, it's just so nice. Definitely, definitely. It's so nice to see how supportive they are, like yeah. to their their actors and everything like that. Hundred percent. So big shout out to. Elliot Page, the uh, the icon of the filming and podcast yeah. this week. Yep. Um, now let's talk about some dumb comic book movie news. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically everybody's in Spider Man Three. Hey, do you know your mum? Your mum is also in Spider Man Three. Did you know that? I did know that. Yes, I know you did. Yeah, I'm also in Spider Man Three. I'd like to. Uh, like, just finally say this. <gasps> no, wait. David, I, David. I filmed my scenes with Charlie Cox, Alfred Molina, uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone. Kirsten Tom Dunst. Holland, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, um, Jamie Foxx. Oh, no. It the Clown. Uh, <laughs> Ed, like, is in Batman. Yeah, Batman's in his... It, no, we just ruined it! No, oh, no, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. You know, I've never seen Spider-Man and Batman in the same room. I reckon that Batman is Spider-Man. Batman is Spider-Man. Confirmed. 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 Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> okay, so I... Like, we've talked about this already with uh, with James. He was very excited about this. He was crying, literally. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> weirdly enough, the Alfred Molina and Tim Maguire and Andrew Garfield, this, that, and the other, that wasn't the bit that got me most excited it was charlie cox charlie cox returning charlie as daredevil as daredevil okay so the thing is daredevil i'm hoping that he's actually daredevil and not matthew murdoch present, repre- representing him in court and then the end credit scene is him donning the mask this that and the other but i really really i think that it's going to be more of a buddy film with daredevil and spider-man now 
because Daredevil and Spider-Man have a huge, huge history in the comics. They do. Considering they also live in the same area. They both live in Queens. They both live in, like, Upper or wherever a part of New York there is. It is, because, um, like, Hell's Kitchen in the Marvel Universe is literally just around the corner from um, Queens. And yeah. it's insane. And I cannot wait to see more Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox, uh, like, is the greatest casting for Daredevil they could have chosen because he's perfect. He's an amazing actor. He's so, so talented. And I'd love that, like, that show so much. That show's Hearing great. Hearing this news alone has made me think of already rewatching the first and third season. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the second. Actually, no, I'll watch the first half of the second season, as we always say. Um yeah yeah it's this is this is insane because like it's been trending for a couple of weeks now about saving daredevil because the rights were going to go back to marvel at um i think it was last week the the rights went back and so people were tweeting all that there was a big campaign hashtag save daredevil for people to um get marvel to like you know bring out more episodes of the show that we all love or at least wrap it up because it didn't even wrap up one thing that yeah, one thing I'd hope is a movie, but I don't want it to be like PG thirteen. I want it to be R rated. Yeah, exactly. You don't want it to be. You don't want it to be MCU. You want it to be. Yeah. Like no, I wouldn't mind it being in, in the MCU. I'd want it to be R rated though. Still, just because Daredevil is best when he's brutal, and I don't mean brutal in the sense of just like just about getting twelve. I mean. I mean like brutal. that that show is an and 18 if you've not seen the show that show is an 18 and is phenomenal and is insanely brutal at times like, yeah there it's some, fantastic there is some hard hitting stuff and the like everything that's talked about in that show like the the themes everything like that it's just so good and they wouldn't be able to pull that off in a pg-13 movie they already tried that, and it was still a fifteen, I believe, wasn't it? The uh, it then. was over here, yes, yeah, and that sucks, but in a good way. It sucks like for a trashy comic book movie that you can get drunk and watch with your mates. But I reckon that knowing all this now, since they've stuck with a basic theme for the naming of these movies, I'm reckoning the movie's going to be Homeworld or something like that. Going to be what? Sorry going to be called like spider-man homeworld oh maybe yeah they've said that the word home is in the title so people yeah. are thinking like home sweet home uh home sweet home i don't think would work because of the themes of like with you know the um like the spider-verse stuff as well as more characters again um so i so, think homeworld is gonna fit well someone titled it a uh, home run because it's oh, definitely going to make all of the money when it comes out. Um, yeah, yeah, so this this is still filming currently in Atlanta. So uh, I guess we'll we'll find out more when... We're apparently supposed to be seeing some sort of trailer this month. That is... That is they have said... Marvel have said you will see something from this Spider-Man movie in December. You will see footage from this Spider-Man reckon, movie in December. I reckon it'll be behind-the-scenes stuff that will be officially revealing the um, Spider-Verse and hopefully Daredevil. Yeah, and probably a title. Uh, maybe a title. I'm yeah. hoping a title. That'd be cool. I'm 
I just really, really, really want Daredevil to be a full main character. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the like hope. Daredevil we'll, and Spider-Man uh, versus the Sinister Six. We we will have to so wait good. until until the movie comes out next year, and or yeah. at least until we hit get see a uh, see a trailer to see what it's this movie is actually about. Targeting a seventeenth of December, twenty twenty one release. So there you go. In almost a year, which they did a very similar thing with um, Spider Verse, which was interesting. Where they which yeah, I feel like that's why we're seeing it this month. Because we got a trailer for Spider-Verse a year before the movie was released. Yeah, I remember we did. watching that trailer with you in college. Yeah. We watched it together and I just started smacking your arm saying, oh my God, this looks amazing. This looks amazing. This looks amazing. <laughs> and now that they're doing live, possibly doing live action Spider-Verse, I still want to stay until I can literally see the footage. Yeah. I want to stay, you know, fairly kind of hopeful if anything i don't want to believe cautiously optimistic yes exactly um shall we uh shall we get on to the main topic uh yeah sure yeah so if you haven't figured it out yet well spoiler alert we're talking about constantine this week we kind of set it up earlier so this is um in in preparation for cyberpunk 2077 that comes out that came out this week uh, starring Keanu Reeves, so uh, we we like to look at comic book movies, mainly trash comic book movies from the past, and just sort of rag on them, don't we? We enjoy doing this every now and then. Okay, okay. So, uh, I feel like you're going to be kind of disappointed, but I couldn't really find much to rag on about this movie. It's a, it was a fun movie to watch. There were some moments where it was a bit boring, but there was never anything overtly bad dude i uh i thought this movie was dope it was a, a fairly <laughs> fun movie to watch i was i've, I've always heard right? i've always heard <laughs> oh my god it's actually really good don't believe the critics don't believe the reviews blah 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 it's just like is it though or is it just you being you know very biased towards the fact that it's keanu reeves but yeah this movie was a lot of fun this... They had some really interesting stuff. So instead of ragging on it, I think we're going to have to change up the formula and just talk about the movie like we normally do. So yeah, this got a 46% this got a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes when it came out, and I think that's completely unjustified. I thought this movie was actually really good. Like I was disappointed by how much I enjoyed this because I was really looking forward to bashing another comic book movie. And I was like, "Damn, this is this is good. This is actually a good movie." Yeah. How? Why did the movie do good? Why did it do this? Um. <laughs> um so yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. It's a really interesting. Okay, so before we start ragging on, like talking about the movie itself and the plot, the one thing I just really want to mention. This was the one thing that I wanted to talk about the most was the idea of hell in this movie. Yeah, that is fucking awesome. I the idea so to open so like explain it the idea of hell in this movie is that both heaven and hell are basically copies of, like earth is a copy of both heaven and hell it's just one of them is a lot nicer and one of them is like a post apocalyptic barren wasteland hellscape demons yeah and it's really cool it looks really good as well considering like it doesn't look amazing but two thousand five yeah it, it looks yeah. all right um we we should probably explain what the p- 
plot of this movie is before we start talking about it properly. Um, yeah. So this 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 came out in 2005. Constantine is based on a comic book starring Keanu Reeves um, as supernatural exorcist and demonologist John Constantine. He helps a policewoman prove her sister's death was not a suicide but something more. So he. Yeah, he's a he's an he's an exorcist. He goes around and sends demons back to hell. Yeah, yeah. What I it's, it's pretty much that. I think my favorite scene in this movie was actually the scene where him and Rachel Vice were sat having dinner together. Yeah, and they were talking, and he was like, "This is this is why I do this." Yeah. And like revealing the, the backstory was genuinely good backstory. Yeah, the the analogies he used in that were so interesting. Like he said, like she said, so you don't want to go back to hell. And he's like, well, if if I was a police officer and I'd put a load of pri- like bad guys in pri- in a prison, I wouldn't want want to then go to that prison. Yeah, it's like shit. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, mate. That's that's fair. You you do what you can to it's to a, get out yeah, of that. It's a fair point. Yeah. Okay, so to basically just like try and like talk about this movie in a somewhat negative way, as most people are probably hoping that we do. Yeah. Some of the acting wasn't great. I will say that. Yeah. From uh, from one person in particular. Than... Was it Rachel Vice? No. Who was it for you? For me, I didn't really like Actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf was awful. <laughs> like charm to it by just being there yeah like he was horrendous but in a fun way yeah 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 i got that i got that i got that <laughs> or like rid of Vice just her character seemed very bland and unrefined yeah it wasn't really much to her like it was literally just my sister died okay help me no please okay <laughs> that that was it kind of played out like a peppa pig episode <laughs> and that just kind of slightly rubbed me the wrong way but the rest of this movie i i thoroughly enjoyed i i really enjoyed really i really like the world that this movie like throws us into i think it's well tell you what what we'll do is in typical filming fashion i've got the wikipedia plot right here grammar mistakes and spelling mistakes galore i'm gonna read through it and yeah then we'll uh you know, we'll break it down. You know, we'll, we'll stop intermittently yeah. and make jokes as we normally do. <laughs> if I can think of any. If we can think of any. <laughs> no, not wait, me, because I'm the only one who usually makes jokes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're the funny one. Sorry. Because you're a stealer. I'm a stealer. A thief. A liar. A fraud. Have you, have you got the, have you got a thesaurus out right now? He just. No, actually. Oh, just, you did. Just, you, like, did you did you think of that all by yourself? Brain. I'm flexing my brain. <laughs> flexing weird flex, my, but okay. My smooth brain. Um. So, the movie opens in the Mexican countryside. A scavenger named Manuel. I didn't know he had a name, but okay. He finds a spearhead. Okay, so immediately, this is one thing I wasn't very a big fan of with this movie because he just they keep on cutting to this random guy in the desert who's got this spear, and you just don't give a shit. No. He's just there. It's literally so that he can get from point A to point B to give, like, to give them the spear. It reminded me of a... Oh. It reminded me of, in, of Venom. You know how 
riots trying to get from like China to yeah <laughs> to America, and he just he just keeps walking into people. <laughs> he comes at least a... he like became the villain at the end. Like this guy just appeared for like five seconds with Keanu and then just fucked off. In it, yeah. He did nothing for this movie. I f- I feel like that bit could have been handled a lot better. And yeah. I kind of hope it was like the same similar storyline in the TV show because I am aware there's a TV show of this. And yes, we'll uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Watching this, now. we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so Manuel finds a spearhead wrapped in a Nazi flag at the ruins of an old church. Yeah. The spearhead is later revealed as the Spear of Destiny. Manuel becomes possessed and travels to the United States. Um, they, this misses out the fact that he's not the first person to pick it up because someone else picks it up. And gets hit by a car straight away. Hit by a car. Yeah. So then he picks it up and travels to America. Um, we then cut to in Los Angeles, a cult detective, John Constantine, exercises a girl possessed by a demon trying to break through to Earth, which should not be possible under the rules of a standing wager between God and Lucifer for mankind's souls. Um, I think this scene's pretty cool. It's a really good introduction to him. Yeah, it's a good introduction. It just does fuck all. And I think the uh, the way they get the demon is pretty cool because they cover up oh, a oh, they yeah, cover yeah. up a mirror, then let this demon come out, then then show the mirror, and then he gets stuck in the mirror, and then they push the window out the window. Yeah, I think the the idea of Constantine is like a superhero in a sense of he literally just sends demon like what does he call it? He, um deports them back to hell yeah he's, he keeps saying deporting i love the terminology in this movie yeah the terminology is so much fun i like i would deport every single one of you back to hell yeah because they are literally illegally there <laughs> is this is this movie an allegory for like immigration yeah, immigration oh my god and that's that's a good thing kind of. wait is 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 keanu reeves a border patrol officer yeah. Oh my between god. Between heaven and hell. Oh my god. And and hell is is hell Mexico? <laughs> is it looks pretty sandy. Like is... <laughs> And Zander went full racist. No, no, like <laughs> I'm trying to put the pieces together. Just because it's hot doesn't mean it's hell. <laughs> you may be bleeding out your ass, but that's just because you can't handle Mexican food. <laughs> Good God. It's not because of a weird torture device. Constantine's driver and apprentice, Chaz Kramer, what a name, waits in the car as Constantine doesn't think he's ready to exercise demons. Um, yeah, Chaz Kramer is... Uh, Shia LaBeouf. What I do like, what I do like about actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf in this is that when he's driving, he does the the real American cab driver thing where he's like got one hand on the wheel and the other hand's like just he's feeling his fingers with the other hand. I don't know. He just, he he just seems like the kind of thing that he really read into about taxi drivers. Anyway. Okay, you've been quite too long now. 
I'm trying to think of anything for him because I really didn't like him. He really, he really ticked me off. He was just kind of there. Yeah, like, exactly. He, me off at all. he was just there. It, like, he didn't really do much. There wasn't really anything too annoying about him. Yeah. But, oh well. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Constantine later meets with the Andron- androgynous, androgynous half-angel being Gabriel. He asked, uh, played by Tilda Swinton. Um, he asked it was Gabriel. Tilda Swinton with hair. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was so used to seeing her as the ancient one from fucking MCU. Yeah. But seeing her with hair was really strange to me. I felt like it, it was a wig. I pro- it probably wasn't a wig, but I felt like it was a wig. <laughs> yeah. No. She's a. She's she's okay in this. You know. She's she's good. Yeah, she's she's all right. She once again just kind of there. The only real people that are like genuinely interested in this film is just Keanu. He just can't. He's actually the only likable <laughs> character. Um, he's a really likable character, and that's what makes him good. <laughs> so he asks Gabriel for a reprieve from his impending death from lung cancer caused by prolonged smoking. Um, I like. I really like the fact that he says like, "Oh, is it because?" Is, is this because of the life I took? Is that why I'm dying? She's, she's like, no, you're dying because you smoke 30, pa- 30 a day. Like, <laughs> that, that's why you're dying, mate. Um, Gabriel declines, telling Constantine that he exercises demons for selfish reasons and cannot buy his way into heaven. So basically, his idea is that, well, I mean, they'll probably explain it later on, won't they? Yeah, I'm just going to, do they... Do a quick, a quick say. Yes, yes, he does. He does. Right, okay, I won't explain it here then. Um, okay. After being assaulted by another demon, Constantine goes to Papa Midnight, a reputed uh, witch doctor who runs a club serving as neutral ground where half-breeds do not have to conceal themselves. Uh, this guy is played by uh, Jaimon Honsu. He was good, actually. I like him. I, I liked him in this. I, liked I him really this. liked him in this. He, he was pretty I good. He was, was pretty cool. Um... Constantine is admitted into the club, but the bouncer tells Chaz to leave as he cannot pass the psychic entry test. Midnight does not believe Constantine's claim of demons crossing over, um, so Constantine leaves after exchanging hostile words with half-demon Balthazar. Yeah, this guy's just got a real shit-eating grin on his face the whole movie. And he's like... He kind of reminded me of... um... Have you watched any more of The Good Place? No. He reminded me of um, someone from The Good Place. Uh, the guy who plays... I think it's Ben Schwartz, actually. Is it Ben Schwartz? It's not Ben Schwartz. The guy who plays um, Leslie's boyfriend in Parks and Rec. Oh, yes. I know who you mean. I know who you mean. He sure, is it Ben Schwartz? No, Ben Schwartz no, is Sonic no, the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, that's uh, John Ralphio. His name is Ben in, re- in, in the show, though. Yeah. Uh, ben from Parks. Is it Adam something? think so uh adam scott adam scott yeah so um yeah i get, I get he, what you mean he does kind of look like adam in, scott yeah no he reminds me of adam scott especially in that because he's got a proper shit eating grin in um in like the good place yeah, as well he, he plays the devil doesn't he in the good place yeah yes yeah, he's, he's very funny in that. He's, he's, he is quite funny in that. <laughs> you need to continue the good place. Okay, okay. Um, can't talk more. So, 
Elsewhere, a woman named Isabel Dodson commits suicide in a psychiatric hospital. Her twin sister, Detective Angela Dodson, refuses to believe that Isabel, a devout Catholic, would kill herself. Um... I'm sorry, I just look at a photo from it, like a screenshot from Parks and Rec when he just goes, Baba Booey. And just starts laughing. Um, I, I, you know what? I think Rachel Weiss does all right with this. Rachel Weiss. I think she does all right. And I think the. That's fine, but she's just kind of forgettable. I've forgotten pretty much every single part of the character other than that her sister's dead. And that's because her sister was more likable when she was playing her own sister. I think. um... I forgot to mention earlier, but like it's at this point in the movie when you see that um, that sequence where she sort of watches her sister die. Um, she she like dreams it, and then the next day it's yeah. real. She, um, I think the cinematography is really really good in this movie. I think there are some oh, yeah. re- there's some really interesting and gorgeous shots. Yeah, re- there really are. Um, like the the psychiatric hospital has a big cross on it, and then as she's mm. falling. You see the cross on the wall and she sort of does the Christ pose as she falls. Yeah. And it's uh, it's actually quite beautiful. Yeah, there's, there's some oh, really well like, shot sequences some, in this. There's some really nice imagery in this movie. Like, what, yeah. honestly, this movie is so much better than I was expecting it to be. I was going into this thinking it was going to be really shit and boring and just meh and yeah like, me some too. funny scenes but genuinely some really really good stuff in this film definitely and definitely. i know that recently there's been like rumors of a possible sequel which if there is i really hope they go down the 20 year old sequel or like 15 or whatever year old sequel route where it's continuing not from where the story left off from now yes we've we had see, some like, time yeah we see the repercussions of the first movie finally happening yeah I think that would be a lot of fun. I feel like if it was done now as well, with once again an R rating, which I'm in this movie, there's a fair bit of swearing. There's only one F. There's only one F bomb, and it was used really shittily. Yeah, it was. I was, I was kind disappointed. Of Keanu Reeves to just say, "Go the fuck to hell." I think that would have been really fun, but he didn't. Or go to fucking hell. But de- I'm gonna deport you to hell. Is also a great one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, um, Angela, uh, so watching, watching security footage of Isabel's suicide, Angela hears her say Constantine's name. Angela finds Constantine and asks him to help investigate. After they are attacked by winged demons, which Constantine believes were targeting Angela, he agrees to help. Yeah. Um, then Constantine, oh my God, it's like, can they use just he? I might say he from now on. He briefly Constantine briefly transports himself to hell through the possession of a familiar and sees Isabel's Isabel damned to eternal eternally Oh my god, let me start this again, sorry. Um, Eternal damnation. Hang on. Constantine briefly transports himself to hell through the possession of a familiar and sees Isabel damned to eternally relive her suicide. Constantine explains to Angela that he can see the true nature of the half-breeds. Um, he, he he committed suicide. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is his um, th- this is his backstory now. So he, we now yeah. know that Isabel did kill herself, and she's in hell. Yeah. So this was the bit that I was talking about before. This is like our first full glimpse of hell. Yeah. And it was awesome. 
I'm like when I watched that scene, I I saw him just transport to hell, and I literally said to myself out loud, "That's fucking cool." Yeah, I really like I really like the way they use time in this. So like, if you go to hell, you can be there for an hour, but really you've been gone half a second. Yeah. It's similar to um, Inception time, where it's just like in the break, like in the dream. That's that's absolutely exactly what it is. It's but, Inception um, time, like time literally pauses yeah. in the real world. Yeah, so, so it, two minutes, like basically two minutes in the real world, is is eternity in the afterlife. Exactly, and we'll we'll get to. I'm we'll sure get, that's his exact quote. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, quote in a little in a moment, but like, yeah, the um. Yeah, I think I think hell looks pretty cool. Like CGI is a little dated, but we move. Yeah, we move. obviously, but like you you can't ex- expect the world from this film. Yeah. Like they probably spent most of the budget on just getting bloody Keanu Reeves in it. It's, and it's not even got that big a budget. It's only 75 million dollars. Uh 100 million estimated on thingy. Oh, it's and he says here 75 to 100. Yeah, it, so it made two hundred and thirty mil though. So it's not bad for a for a really niche comic double, character. Double it. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, so we then find out Constantine's backstory, which is that he committed suicide to escape his visions as a teenager, and his soul was sent to hell. But he was revived by paramedics two minutes later. So for the sin of taking his own life, his soul is still condemned to go to hell once he dies. Um, yeah. yeah, and th- this is that scene that I mentioned earlier when they were explaining his backstory, and you alluded to it then. Two minutes on Earth is an eternity in hell. Yeah. So he basically spent his eternity in hell and then came back. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine that, man? You'd be fuming. Right. You'd be absolutely fuming. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. He, um... It's it's crazy. It's it. I, th- I think that is such a cool idea. And then he then spends his life trying to buy his way into heaven by yeah. sending demons back to hell. Yeah, it's it's genuinely so interesting. Genuinely, but there is all like when it comes to uh, the idea of John Constantine as a character as well. I think the fact that he doesn't actually have a proper power other than being able to see the dead is really cool. Yeah. Other than at the end, we're able to see him do that weird thing with his tattoos, but we'll get to that. Um, I think there's... When when they're talking about his backstory as well, that uh, comes to a really cool scene when it shows him on the bus as a kid. Mm. And there's that old woman there and she starts smiling at him and then her face just rots away. Like... Imagine seeing that as a kid, you'd shit your pants. Yeah. Also, the guy, the kid who they cast as, like, young Keanu, is genuinely young Keanu. Like, baby Keanu. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Keanu, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But um, yeah. Quinn Buniel? What is his name? I don't know. That, that's the kid's name, according to IMDb. He's been in three things in his life. Oh wow, really prolific yeah. actor then. Yeah. <laughs> so top ten. Top Next, next Leo. Next Leo. Quinn, Quinn, come on the podcast. 
we'll, we'll ask you questions about Constantine. Yeah, bro. We'll ask you questions about that literal one scene you had in Constantine. Um, yeah. So, the two examine Isabel's room in the hospital and find a clue pointing to a prophecy in the satanic Bible that Lucifer's son, Mammon, will attempt to claim Earth as, as his own kingdom. To do so, Mammon requires both a powerful psychic and assistance from God. Okay? Yep. So that's that's yeah. the that's the evil plan. We've got the evil plan. We've got the evil plan. We've got the evil plan. So Angela tells Constantine that Isabel, a clairvoyant and a psychic, was committed by their parents. Committed to this um um facility. Um Angela had the same gift, but suppressed it, and now feels guilty that she didn't corroborate Isabel's visions, having feared the treatments Isabel was made to go through. So, okay, she was... So go we, on, go on. Uh, before you continue, I'm, so I'm looking at the director's past stuff. Before Constantine, he basically only directed music videos. Yeah, I was going to say, it says up here, this is his feature-length directorial debut. Which is really, like, the music videos he did are some classics. Like, he did Skater Boy, Nod oh. Your Head with Will Smith. Wow. Shakira, Whenever, Whenever. 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 <laughs> P.O.D. Alive. Like, Green Day Warning. And this is the one that baffles me the most. Aerosmith, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. What? What the fuck? That's nuts. This guy went from I don't want to miss a thing to a feature-length film and then I Am Legend. Oh, wow, he made I Am Legend. Three, three Hunger Games movies and Red Sparrow, so he's kind of lost it since. Tell you what, that's that's a real list of... That me- is a... Me- well done, mate. That's a list <laughs> of some real mediocre movies. <laughs> yeah you know what though the fact like he's made a career of himself yeah from literally just like just music videos yeah and this just proves that like music videos are a very good way of getting into the business yeah fair. he also did jaded i love that song fair play to him mate for absolute fair play yeah that's insane <laughs> He's done some classics. <laughs> David, don't get jealous about this guy. Come on. <laughs> you got your I'm own stuff going on. You got your own stuff going on. You got to do fucking Aerosmith, though, man. How could I not be jealous of that? I love Aerosmith. <laughs> and Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, shall we continue now that you've now that you've finished on this tangent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so, here we go. At Angela's insistence, Constantine reawakes her, uh, reawakens her psychic ability through a near-death experience. Um, this seems really good because she, like, holds him... Oh, they, they <laughs> this scene has a really awkward moment in it, though. Where oh, she he's, uh, she sat she asked him, Do I need to take off all of my clothes. So she sat in the bath, um, and when she stood in the bath, and he says, and she says like, oh, why, why do I need to be in like, do, do you need like, 
my clothes off for this. And he sits there and looks at her. <laughs> and pauses. Yeah. John, and, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. And he's like, oh, my <laughs> guy. Go on. Go on, Constantine. <laughs> I do love that line, but I hate that moment at the same time. It, it's so awkward, but it's still like, ah, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been talking to demons for too long he's got no game <laughs> like yeah you gotta admit though that is smooth as fuck smooth as fuck bro <laughs> like that is smooth that's as that's as smooth as a as a baby's bottom you ruined it yeah i did yeah i felt it i felt it even before i said it i was like this is gonna ruin it and it did. You 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 felt the baby's bottom. No. Oh, good God. Um. <laughs> so she she um uh, then he like pushes um, her her entire body underwater and she's she's like, oh, what are you doing? And then he just doesn't let go and she starts panicking and like the bath breaks. Yeah. Because it shows like she uh, the um there's a drop from the tap coming down and you sort of see it slow down and it feels yeah. like maybe there was. They had a scene it in hell, for a moment. and um, they cut it out. But also, I feel like yeah. it doesn't need it. So, like, it, no, it the need, tap slows down, and then speeds up again, and the bath breaks, and you're like, and then she starts like, obviously they're choking, and it's like, oh, she's just been to hell because yeah, it's like time she's slowed down, and I'm, like she's steaming literally. Yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah. On fire, basically. And honestly, I think that works out better than if we saw her go to hell. Because it's just like a really interesting moment. Yeah, it's an... Where it's just like, wait, why is it speeding up again? Shit, she just went to hell. It's an extra unnecessary, like, visual effect shot. And I think that's a really yeah. great showcase of visual storytelling yeah. in that moment. And that that's why this is like one of my favorite scenes from the movie. Yeah, it's a really, really good scene. Really well done. Um, so then, where are we? She immediately finds a clue pinpointing Balthazar as an accomplice to the plot. Uh, Constantine interrogates Balthazar, who reveals that Mammon has the Spear of Destiny, um, stained with the blood of Christ, uh, which yeah. is the assistance from God they need. So, if you don't know, the Spear of Destiny is the spear that was used to kill Jesus when he was on yeah. the cross. Yeah. Cool. Um, Angela, now the psychic in place of Isabel, is abducted by an invisible entity. So now they've got the uh, the assistance from God, which is the blood of Christ that's on the Spear of Destiny. And they've got a powerful psychic, and that's Angela. Rachel Weiss. Yeah. So it's, oh, it's coming together. It's coming together. Now, this moment happens with 40 minutes to go. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like this movie does overstay his its welcome. It so I was actually gonna say this as well. Like it feels like it's about fifteen minutes too long. Yeah. This is almost two hours. Yeah, it is. And it feels like like if they caught an extra fifteen minutes out, it would have been perfect. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, I really enjoyed seeing Keanu as like Constantine, I loved seeing this character. Yeah, I thought he was a lot of fun. To be fair, though, like so, I'm wasn't too 
however. The stuff that I'd cut is from this last section because it's like, like obviously they've got this gearing up moment with um, Jaiman Honsu that like yeah. he, he uses the chair to go um, and like see where the spear was and see where it is now and stuff like that. And then, but then it's the stuff at the actual psychic hospital because there's so much stuff that happens in that that it's like, maybe cut this conversation a bit. Like some of the conversations are quite long. Um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so Constantine convinces Midnight, uh, Jamin Honsu, that the demons are breaking the wages rules. With Midnight's help, Constantine finds out how the spear emerged and Angela's location. Constantine arms himself and goes to the hospital, reluctantly bringing Chaz along, uh, Shia, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. The yeah. two fight their way through an army of half-demons to exercise Angela. This is pretty dope because he's got, like, gold bullets and he's got, like, dragon breath bullets. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It's just, it's just pretty it, dope. That, the design of that gun is pretty sick. It is because it also looks like a cross. Yeah, so the one thing that I thought that this movie was going to kind of fuck up on was uh, what a lot of movies do is um, way too bullets in a mag. Yeah. And weirdly enough, this movie didn't. He ran out of bullets fairly quickly. He ran out of bullets. Like, I counted him. And he ran out of him after about like 10 shots on the first one. And I think about five shots on the other, which is a bit weird. But at the same time, you know, he probably, like, there was a few that I might have missed. Yeah. So, like, that that little uh, drum of shotgun shells did feel like about 10 or look about like 10, it did 10. look about 10 so yeah. i feel like that was about i think that's pretty like cool i think that's really really cool and interesting definitely the fact definitely. that that's something that they paid attention because that's something that almost nobody ever pays attention to yeah you're absolutely you're absolutely right to be fair to you you're absolutely right um yeah uh, so then they go and try and exercise angela uh, Chaz is apparently killed by the invisible entity, which turns out to be Gabriel. Ooh, twisty. Ooh, that's very twisty. Uh, that's, that's very twisty. That's the third reference to that movie in three weeks. Yes, it says. Yeah, just just letting everyone know. So, um, yeah, this invisible entity that's sort of fucking everyone about is Gabriel, played by Tilda Swinton. Oh my god, twisty. Um, it's very twisty. Um, so resenting God's favoritism towards humans, Gabriel plans to unleash hell on Earth to weed out those deemed unworthy of God's love. Uh, Gabriel casts Constantine from the room and prepares to use the spear to cut Mammon free from Angela. Yeah. So, so basically, the world's going to end. But out of options, Constantine. Slits his wrists. Bit of a bleak out of nowhere yeah, twist, isn't it? Credits. Credits roll. The movie's over. <laughs> roll credits. Roll credits. No. Uh, so, as he bleeds out, Lucifer arrives to personally collect his soul because it's mentioned earlier on that uh, John Constantine is the one soul that the devil himself would come up to collect. Yeah. So um, he arrives to personally collect his soul. Constantine tells Lucifer of Mammon's plan to usurp him. Uh, that means like to like take overrun him. 
just because I didn't I didn't think I meant what no knew what usurp means, so I'm really more explaining it for myself. Um, confronted by Lucifer, Gabriel threatens to smite him in God's honor. Um, however, the attack against Lucifer comes up short, revealing to both Gabriel and Lucifer that Gabriel no longer has divine protection. Lucifer proceeds to burn Gabriel's wings, making Gabriel mortal. Um, Lucifer banishes Mammon back to hell and grants Constantine a wish out of gratitude. Um, so Constantine uses this wish and asks that Isabel, um, Rachel Vice's sister, is released to heaven. Lucifer complies, but realizes too late that he cannot now take Constantine to hell as a consequence by selflessly sacrificing himself, Constantine is granted entry to heaven. What a, what a legend. What a legend. Yeah. Um, infuriated, Lucifer intervenes before Constantine can be fully taken by healing Constantine's injuries and cures him of his lung cancer by pulling out the tumours in his lungs, hoping he will eventually damn himself again. Like, he just rips the cancer out of him. It genuinely does. My guy just rips the cancer out. It's the like, what's that? You want cured someone of cancer? Yeah. Guys, do you want to know how to cure yourself of cancer? Yeah. Just make a deal with the devil. Make a deal with the devil. The devil will cure your cancer. Confirmed. Well, it worked for Ghost Rider too. Did it? Yeah. He, he cured himself of cancer. He died, but he got cured of cancer. He cured his dad's cancer. He did do that. You're right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this this whole ending feels really long and overwinded. It does. So like that's why I feel like if if they cut maybe ten minutes out of this, then it would have felt a little slicker. But the ending just kind of drags on a bit. Um, yeah. So then, Angela and Constantine depart, leaving the now human Gabriel. Um, he punches her. He punches Tilda Swinton in the face, and she's like, "Oh, what was that?" It's like that's pain. There was something on your face. Yeah. Which, it it was, was pain. ASDF <laughs> movie for anyone yeah. not in the know. So, um, I mean, most of the people are, who watch this podcast are probably our age, under. Yeah, you're right. Good point. So, one to the so, last scene now. Um, yeah, we are. Sometime oh, later, heck. Constantine, now making an effort to quit smoking, entrusts the spear to Angela. And in a post-credit scene, visits Chaz's grave, where Chaz appears in an angelic form. And that's the movie. Yeah. That's Constantine. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Yeah, that's all you get. I thought it was really solid. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe fun isn't the right word. Now, nah, for me, I I really really enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, I enjoyed my time. Um, it's got a really good lead performance from Keanu Reeves. I think some of the side characters aren't great. Like, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf is pretty dumb and feels very out of place in this movie. Yeah. In this dark, gothic, gritty movie, you've got Shia LaBeouf being like, Oh, Keanu, here I am. I'm Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to do some things. (laughs) Ha ha, ain't I funny? I got a flat cap on. You know, it's just, it just feels very yeah. out of place. 
Yeah. He's <laughs> just kind of there, like I said. It, it doesn't really do much. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I appreciate him being there. I think. I think the. I think the conversation that John has with the devil is is good. I think the way they talk to each other is very interesting. Like the dynamic they have. Mm. Um. And yeah, you know what? I'd. What What are we giving this out of ten? I'm gonna give it about a seven. I so was last night. I would have said eight, but th- today, after having thought about it and like. Actually, there are a decent amount of problems with it. I'm going to give it a 7. Because it still yeah. is a good time. This, honestly, I, I think I think we would both recommend this to people. Like, check this I out. Would. This is a this it's is really underrated. I would recommend to every single person. But if you like a good comic book movie, and you like Yana Reeves, and you're a bit interested in, like, you know, religion stuff, and this, that, and the other, yeah, watch it. Yeah, see, I find, like, the stuff like religion fascinating. So this was, this yeah. was a really good choice to... Uh, to do this week so yeah cheers cyberpunk for taking ages to come out <laughs> um you know yeah, what though really we, moved, out there. we moved um we're okay it's coming out in literally in the uk anyway as of recording this podcast an hour and 44 minutes yay at least if you've got it digitally i'll be getting it tomorrow because I ordered a physical copy because I wanted a steelbook. Because I like steelbooks. And I like physical copies of games. I like having like a little collection. And that seems like the kind of thing that I need to see the book. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. That's Constantine. Have you guys seen yeah. it? What did you think about it? Did you think that it was good as well? Let us know at our Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page, wherever you want to go. Um, and... and Tell us what you think of Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. Hey, David. Hey, baby. What? What do you need? What do you want? What's going on? Do you know what time it is? 10.17. No, it's time for you to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd. Yay! Yay! David, what Yay. what what you selling me, you big bitch? <laughs> I swear, to, every time, every time. <laughs> I just like dropping it in sometimes, you know. <laughs> sometimes you do it when we're not even on the podcast. Yeah, no, it's just fun to say. <laughs> David, my. My sweetheart, the apple of my eye, the most wonderful of people. What are you selling me? Okay, so uh, I actually mentioned um, last week on the podcast that I was going to be watching a movie from a YouTuber called Ashens, called Ashens and the Polybius Heist. You did? I actually did watch it. Oh my god! I'm very surprised I did, because I very rarely remember to watch stuff that I say I'm going to watch. But I did watch it, and I'm happy to say that it was actually really fun. It was a pretty damn good movie. It's very, very low budget. Yeah. So don't be expecting, like, the biggest movie ever. And it's just basically, it's a sequel to the, um, I think it came out in 2010, maybe earlier. 
2013, Ashes in the Quest for the Game Child. Um, so it's a sequel to that, called uh, all about the infamous Polybius, which is a arcade cabinet from like the 80s that was said to be like able to control people's minds, this that, and the other. It obviously a lot of fake shit, but most people have made stuff about it. And this one is the most fun one there is. <laughs> it's like a proper high style movie, but they're all idiots. Um, the it, the opening is a literal like James Bond style sequence, but with them failing to do the thing in the actual um, in the sequence. So you know how like in the James Bond sequences, it's usually him breaking into something or like say in uh, Mission Impossible, it's him going into it, like dropping down from the air vent. Yeah, they have that moment when he falls onto the ground and just dies. Uh, they have the moment where he's rappelling down a wall, like down a tall building, and then falls off the rappel and dies. And you can hear like little screams from the animated dude. So that's <laughs> a lot of fun. The suit, the song itself is actually really good. Cool. And um, it's got one of like one of old at least favorite YouTubers uh, called bloody like Nerd uh, Daniel Hardcastle, aka Nerd Cubed, playing the Cube, and he's just a massive nerd. And it's really, really like his character is really, really funny. He's a lot of fun, and yeah, I I can one hundred percent recommend it. It's eight quid on Amazon. Okay, which really good, pretty damn good pricing for that. So I'd say anyway, eight quid. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd sell it for eight quid as well. Fair enough. There you like go. A, an eight out of ten. Go and go and check that out. I guess. Yeah. Um. I'm going to sell you guys a movie that I said last week I'm going to re- sell you this week and I went and I watched it. Um I watched the movie Host. So this is available on on Shudder. Um if you if you have the streaming service Shudder, which is a horror movie streaming service. They also did You're the uh, the Creepshow TV show, which I do want to check it out check out at some point. Um and yeah, they're doing some great stuff over at Shudder, so maybe do, you know, Go and, go and check it out, see if there's anything you like over there. Um, but you can also get this movie on iTunes and Amazon and stuff like that. Um, so this movie is has a really interesting premise. So it's yeah. it was made, it was filmed during lockdown. And it's about a group of friends who get together on a Zoom call and have a seance. Because one of the characters has done it before and she felt like she felt a connection and wanted to do it again wanted to get her friends in on it and so they they do this with an actual like medium um who comes in and says like you know you've got to remember to respect the spirits and stuff like that you know you've got to be really respectful then one of the girls is isn't taking it very seriously she makes up a story about this this ghost that she's seeing and she remembers and then something comes through from the other side disguised as that ghost and starts terrorizing them. Um this movie is short. It's under an hour. Yeah. Under an hour. It was 57 minutes. And it's it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. This movie does not stop. Once it gets I've going about and it doesn't take long to get going as well. 
It's about the first 10 minutes is character work and the characters are very distinct. And it, you know what re- genuinely really helps? I know this is going to sound so stupid, but in horror movies, can't really remember people's names. On this, their names are literally on the screen. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a cheat, but I don't care. Like, I can remember those characters' names. So if I'm thinking, oh, wait, wh- who's that? Her name is there. It's perfect. Thank you, Zoom. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I re- I think all the actresses do a really good job. I think the most impressive thing about this is the behind-the-scenes stuff. So all the... Because everyone was in lockdown. They were all isolated in their own homes. They couldn't, like, get people in to do stunts. So they had to do all the yeah. stunts themselves and had to make these practical effects themselves and stuff like that. And it's like, that's so cool. Like, I want to do that. Why did I think of doing this? Why didn't we think of this? Yeah. It's such a clever idea. And it comes across really well. It doesn't even come across as, like, at all amateur in any way. This is a... I, re- I remember re- earlier this year, I watched Unfriended. Again, Unfriended, yeah. Unfriended 2. And I was like, you know what? Those movies are really fun and really dumb. But I, I enjoy them. This yeah. movie takes a big old steamer on that. Those movies. Yeah, it seems like it was doing what Unfriended was trying to do. Yes, one hundred percent. And this does it much better. To in in to, to what I think anyway, because there's like with Unfriended, it's all just like yeah, they're being haunted by a Skype caller. But on this, it's an actual ghost that's. There's like they're doing a seance, which is an actual thing that people do. So like, yeah. there's no leaps in logic for the story because this happens. People do seances yeah. to try and connect to ghosts, and so then the the idea is that then you might think it's a ghost, but you might bring something forward a little more sinister. And there's a few moments in this that really genuinely scared me. And that's, yeah. if you know me, well, I mean, I did 31 Days of Horror. I, I watch loads of horror films. I love horror films. It's yeah. rare that things nowadays will scare me properly. This scared me. Yeah. There, there are moments in this that like sent shivers up my spine. I was like, oh, no, no. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I genuinely don't. I, David, you need to check this out. It's under an hour. So there is no excuse for any of you not to watch it, other than the fact that you don't have Shudder. I know that David has Shudder because I watched it on his account. So <laughs> David's got no excuse this week to not watch this. Yeah, no, I was planning on watching it um, last week. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to watch Fingy. Yeah. Um, uh, Ashen's the previous heist. And honestly, I'm really glad I did that instead. Yeah, it's... you. I mean, obviously, you've got to be in the mood for horror, but, like, yeah, man, I... I'm really looking forward to watching this again because there are things in this that when I was watching the first time, I noticed in the corner and I was like, hang on, what's what's that? And then it comes back later and I'm like, oh, wow, I was actually, I've actually picked up on that. I feel like that's something that if I'd watched it in the cinema, I wouldn't have seen that. And then like yeah. gone, watched it again and then be like, oh my God, there's that there. I didn't even notice. So like, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to watching this again. Um, this has been one of my favourite movies of probably the year so far. Um, and yeah, it's an absolute cracker. It's been sold on 
iTunes at the moment for £8. But I think that's literally just because it's... A, it's very low budget. And two... Yeah. Two, B, did I say A or, or one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, two or B. Um, it's only an hour. It is only an hour long. Yeah. And honestly, I, I think if it was any longer, I don't think it would work as well. It's, yeah, it, that's what I was thinking. I thought that like with the hour long thing, it was going to work a lot better because of that. Yeah, its length is perfect. Um, yeah. So yeah, check out really glad check out Host. It, it it might seem a bit gimmicky, but honestly, it is close. It's, it is as close to a to perfection as you will see this kind of horror movie get. Yeah, nice. Can't say any, anything better about it, man. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, we just do a podcast we did and it's short as well bro oh my god i'm gonna take it's gonna take me like an hour and a half to edit this is amazing um that's awesome right guys next week it's happening it is happening our christmas sort of specials are coming and we're not doing christmas movies oh no we're doing all of the Star we Wars movies. movies. We are taking I it. I really wish we were doing Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, I know you are. You know what? After after this week, after a couple of weeks of this, probably me too. Um, we are getting back your favourite guests. We are getting back Mr. James O'Malley from Shock Radio. And we are getting back Mr. Alex Woods from Flat Moon, who, by the way, have an EP coming out very soon called Space Juice. You yes, should check that out when it comes out. And they have a mini EP at the moment uh, that's got a couple of songs on it. Let me get the songs up there with me. I've forgotten the name of them. Enough. The, the single is enough. And if you get it, uh, it also comes with a, a second song, the band's basically theme tune called The Moon Is Flat. Both absolute bangers. So uh, go and check those out. But next, J- Alex can tell you about that next week when he's here with us talking about Star Wars, the original trilogy. We are kicking that off. Uh, our Star Wars series off next week with the original trilogy. So make sure you are here for that. It's gonna be good a shit. it's gonna be a really shit. fun three or four weeks. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? Just by how I'm not so sure. Just by how severely unhappy you sound now, yes. I am not a happy boy. No, you are not. <laughs> David likes Star Wars. David's just tired of it. <sighs> I, I like uh, I like some Star Wars. You like I don't like most. You Star like Wars. an occasional Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. But not a yearly Star Wars. Yeah. No, it's too much. It's too much Star Wars. That's a lot. That's a that's Granted, a lot of wars it's for the like, number of stars yeah, they have. For one star. Yeah. It's too many. But but like the ratio's off. Granted, it's a bit hypocritical. It's a bit hypocritical considering I love Marvel movies, but Marvel movies are genuinely always interesting and focus on different characters most of the time and different storylines star wars is one storyline the same characters over and over again they're all basically just remakes of re- of remake anyway it's just we'll we'll get to your controversial thoughts on star wars starting next week when we'll be doing the original trilogy so that is um episode four episode five and episode six uh, i genuinely can't wait for this i'm so buzzing for this i've been wanting to talk about star wars properly on this podcast since it started so, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Wrapping up 2020 in a big bang way. 
Yes. Um, well, now that the tease for next week's done, David, thank you so much for being here. As you always are every week, you are the greatest co-host that any man could ask for. Thank you. You're, you're, um, you're very welcome. I'd like to say the same, but yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna have a go at you there. You know what? <laughs> yeah, uh, you you take as many jabs at me as me as as you want. I'm always just gonna fight back with love. <laughs> Unless you talk about decimal sure. points, in which case I'll rip your fucking head off. Anyway, apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been Xander Langwiston. If you want to hear more from us, then uh, you know, listen to the full episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Where last week we hit 100 listeners, and we're already at 103 this week. It's going crazy, guys. It's going crazy. Imagine, right, if we hit 110 listeners by the end of the year. Can you imagine the scene? That'd be mad. That would be That'd absolutely be mad. mad. So what are we at now? We're at 103. Nice. So 110 listeners by the end of the year. The goal was 100. You guys smashed it. So recommend us to your mum. Recommend us to your mum. Your mum will love us. We shouted her out earlier in the episode. Remember? Because yeah, we did. Your mum is She's in Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three. Yeah. As is David's mum. Yeah, as is Xander's mom. No, she isn't. She's nowhere. No, she left the set. Yeah, she left the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> David's still laughing. Maybe. David. I'm quite proud of my um, my joke. Did you say you are proud or you're not proud? I'm very proud. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Right, guys, we will see you next week. Remember, Star Wars starting next week, and we'll uh, we'll see you there in a galaxy far, far away. Stay safe and uh, happy cyberpunking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>